What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, head of NWA, always ready. June 11th, got an emerging name in the wrestling world. You know the name. It's Morton. This time it's Carrie. Carrie Morton, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. I'm uh, busier than ever right now. You know, school just ended for me for uh, you know summer break from school yeah. university. So I uh, just been on the road, man. I've been trying to make all these towns and make these shows, and uh, I get better and better every day as I keep on going on. So where do you where do you go to college at? If you're comfortable sharing that, no, I I, I'm cool with it. I, I go to uh, King University. Okay. It's a D two university in Bristol, Tennessee, which we uh, are recently. Uh, big time national champs for oh, cheerleading. Nice. I just got a ring. Uh, I, I had it. I'm in the guest bedroom right now in our little office. As you can tell all this yeah. wrestling everybody behind me, but uh, it's in my other room. But I have a big, nice ring, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to show it off. It's an awesome accomplishment from a collegiate cheerleader. And nice. uh, man, that's just what a, what a time it's been. How do you find that that helps you within the pro wrestling world? Because I mean, uh, it's it, there's there's a lot of crossover there with the athleticism, obviously. Right. So I'm telling you, the, the most part is really just, I think, balance, learning how to uh, all these wrestlers want to try these new crazy spots. I'm all for it. You know, me being young as I am, I love doing crazy interval stuff where I'll throw someone above my head and try to spin them into a hurricane off the top rope or something. I did that with AJ Gray, which was yeah. not a good disaster. But anyways, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> uh, so it's really cool. You know, it's, it's helped me a lot with technique, uh, learning how to spot someone, learning how to pose. Uh, also kind of getting my acrobatic skills up a lot more. Uh, there's a lot of similarities between both of them. So it just all kind of depends on uh, which way you want to look at the perspective of the sport. So uh, I mentioned NWA always ready. You were in tag team action. Uh, I, I saw you last year and I knew you had signed with NWA. How has that been for you so far? Oh man, it has been uh, so exciting. I am actually so nice thing, I'm not actually on an exclusive contract with NWA. Okay. Um, I'm just on kind of as a pay appearance contract, um, and which is great. You know, Billy's very supportive of that too, just because, uh, I, you know, I'm a collegiate cheerleader. NCAA athletes can now get paid, um, mm -hmm. which is wonderful for us athletes <laughs> being a broke college student. Uh, it, it's great. So, but uh, I, I love the NWA. I, I'm thrilled to be there. I, you know, I'm kind of continuing the legacy where my dad got his start and where my grandfather, uh, you know, kind of got hit his groove in the professional wrestling industry too. So it's a circle of life and it's beautiful. Uh, I really love the product of NWA. I love what we stand for uh, wrestling the way it should be. It's a big moniker that Billy always kinds of pounds it in people. So guys, we know we're uh, be genuine. And uh, go out there and put on a show and show the wrestling fans, uh, give them their money's worth. You mentioned uh, collegiate athletes being able to get the, the NIL deals. Uh, what what year are you in in college now? So I just finished my sophomore year, so I have okay. two more years of university. So. so when you were in high school, that didn't even look like it was a possibility. Not even a possibility at all. Uh, you know, kind of, it was crazy the day it was announced because I was actually, the day it was announced that like NIL contracts can go on and all that good sorts. I was on a plane coming out from an independent wrestling show up north, and uh, all my friends in this group chat were texting me like, "Dude, we can get paid now." And yeah. I, you know, I have a little thing with Future Legend uh, Apparel, which if you see my wrestling girl at the time, it says Future Legend Apparel. Um, it's a great little guy. It's a great company. Uh, they stand for a lot of monikers, but you know, now that I, I can get endorsed by them and I can proudly represent them and put them on my social media pages and and uh, 
you know, say like, hey, I, I'm a paid athlete now. Like, how exciting is that? You know, although it's not a lot, it's still super exciting to say, hey, like, you know, this is a really cool and uh, exciting time in, in life. I know. And I know a lot of our, our viewers might not keep up with collegiate sports, but I mean, this was a big deal. I, I remember 10 years ago, one of my college papers was on pay for play, the idea of being, being paid for this. And as I was gaining information for this paper, I was with Kenneth Farid, who is an NBA player now. Yeah. He was signing curly fry holders at this restaurant. And then when he got up to the counter, he's like, I don't have money on my card. And I just realized it. And I was like, oh, do you want me to get this? And he's like, I think it's an infraction if you do. He's like, I'm not sure you're allowed to. And I would like in the in the course of doing that paper, there was a friend of mine who, who was on a Froyo poster. She had to be pulled from that or else she was going to be declared ineligible from D1 soccer. So the ability no. to do this now, Jeff Hardy was kicked off his high school wrestling team because he popped up on WWE TV. <laughs> And I didn't they, know that. Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, he wow. said he said that his wrestling coach kicked him off his high school wrestling team because he's like, "Oh, you're doing professional wrestling." And Jeff's like, "That's not what this is, buddy. Like, <laughs> it's not the same." So to be able to just throw all that out the window is like wonderful for a person uh, your age, obviously. But I love hearing like the cheerleading background too, because I mean the athleticism involved in that is just unreal. But athleticism is something you've been around pretty well your whole life being the, being the son of Ricky Morton at what point did you go I'm gonna wrestle it's it's what I'm gonna do I, I feel like my whole life has been involving to the day I was gonna step foot in the ring you know when I, I was in school I, I amateur wrestled I happened to win a state championship at that and then I did professional theater right before I even stepped in the professional oh. wrestling ring I did professional theater I toured a musicals there's some posters in the background as you can tell too just some some there's they're all over this guest bedroom so i hate that anyone's gonna say that i'm gonna read a little story <laughs> of her life but uh I, I i did so many i did the rocky Horror picture show which was one of the last big tours i finished before my contract came to an end in the uh when i was in high school so you know it was all kind of involving my dad my mom uh which you know i'm so fortunate to have good parents that look out for me they they got me involved in uh acting and sports and vocal lessons and going to gymnastics or like a gymnastics gym of some sort just to kind of uh i guess looking at the bigger picture of me you know one day hopefully becoming a, a successful professional wrestler in this industry and making a name for myself and hopefully making a good amount of money and, and enjoying my career my, my love for this this industry and obviously i mean being the son of Ricky Morton opens up a lot of doors, but it also sets really high expectations right out of the gate. I know with, with positivity, there comes detractors as well. How do you sort of manage that and manage those expectations being so young in general, but young in the sport? Well, that's a good question, Sean. You know, a lot of people, yeah, they always look at is like, okay, you know, uh, and especially speaking from a generational standpoint of a wrestling perspective you know i talked to these other guys brian pillman uh you know uh, kobe carino uh there, there's a bunch of names that come to mind right now but i you know i'm just saying that everyone expects us to be our fathers and that's something that we can't do unnecessarily we have to make a a career choice for ourselves you know i'm not afraid to talk in the microphone i'm not afraid to jump in front of the spotlight and speak my opinion and uh quite frankly i can't wait for the day till i get the opportunity to do more so but Right now, I'm just trying to uh, get an edge on this, this sport, meet people, uh, find new people, meet connections, 
you know, getting leads to go other places, the independent shows and just simply get better. You know, I watch one of my dads and, and my dad has a great moniker of being possibly quite frankly, the best baby face in all professional wrestling, which is simply one of the greatest compliments ever, especially from someone that admires this sport. Um, so, you know, it's, it's tough, but I'm also just trying to create my own stone. You know, I'm trying to put my writing in the own stone this time and uh, also showing the edge to my father uh, and then kind of doing the, uh, kind of having his and mine in between. Yeah, rarely does it seem like when someone tries to be exactly like their parent, does it work? Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Work and like... I wouldn't say that Charlotte's exactly like Ric Flair, but the, the influences are very heavy, but that's a gender switch too. She's a woman applying a lot of those characteristics. So it doesn't seem exactly like ripoff or something like that. It just seems like, well, she is her, her father's daughter type of thing. You don't see that as much in wrestling. Like the rock is so much different than Rocky Johnson. And All right. like he was, he was such a success. And Randy Orton is so much different from Bob Orton, like they, they've got some of the same traits, but they're, they're so different. Are there things that you do to intentionally set yourself apart? Like maybe you do share some of those characteristics, but you're yeah. like, I'm going to act a little bit different because I don't want people to say, oh, Ricky. I, I, I do. And, you know, my dad and Robert and a bunch of the older wrestlers that I talk, I still keep really good in contact with Dennis Condry, uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Cornette. I, you know, he's on me all the time. He watches my tapes. He'll send me a clip. He'll ask me what the hell I was doing, uh, wrestling at some show, some sort, but whatever. That's the part of it. But, you know, they always tell me that your dad was always that young and hungry baby face, which is great. But me, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. And I'm a little cocky. I'm a little confident. I'm not afraid to show that. And that's something I think that definitely kind of shows, shares a part from my father coming from the underdog perspective and knowing me, which I, I'm smaller in this business compared to a lot of other guys, but I'm not necessarily the underdog. I know what I have. I know what I'm capable of, and I know what I can bring to the table. Uh, and that's something that I'm not afraid to show in the microphone or tell, you know, tell the promoters or tell uh, a fan that, hey, listen, this is just because, I, you know, I'm Ricky's son doesn't mean I can make my own, uh, make my own name for myself. You mentioned uh, being on a non-exclusive contract that ended up paying off in a way. You popped up on MLW right? and wrestled Devon Eriks, who, you know, what what a similar path. Uh Man, that that's like a a common sense booking right there. Like they're around, you're around. Why not do that? That was sweet, man. The Von Erichs, those guys are uh, such a such a fun time. I think when my first, you know, it's my first encounter meeting them that the day of the show, and uh, they were super like jet lagged. You know, they live in Hawaii, so like they flew in the day of the show. Like it was crazy their their trip and just to go on there and wait the long show of mlw um to main event the show which was awesome as a debut appearance the main event major league wrestling uh so what a, what those guys were great and you know i i happened to uh reach back out to those guys and say hey it like works out in nwa i'd love to come back and I, i'm ready to just kind of keep on growing in this business but uh 
if it's not, that's not the case. Because, you know, right now, I, I love where I'm at professional wrestling. And I'm growing. I feel as a human being and a wrestler. Um, and I'm learning kind of like what works for me. And, you know, I have so many great locker room leaders. Uh, just a few that comes to mind. Nick Aldis, uh, which is a great guy. He, he loves what I'm doing. And he's really high on me right now. And I'm very thankful for that. And then, you know, Thomas Vladimir, what a genius he is in the wrestling ring. Uh, and, and Al, you know, he has a great mind for this business. Billy Corgan, uh, oh my gosh, you know, I would say I haven't had many bosses in this early career. I had theater bosses and directors and stuff, but what a boss Billy is. You know, he, he has such a, a great mind for this business, and I love hearing his stories uh, and love hearing what he's going to bring to the table and his vision and uh, trying to make it come to life. So I could when, ramble on and on. My bad, I'm just talking. <laughs> no, no, I love it. That's what we're here for. So when was your first match? So my first match was actually, so my first official match, I had a few matches at the school of Wharton, which sure. is my dad's wrestling school. But that was just kind of like thrown in the mix, get out there. So I wouldn't even t can't really like count those as professional wrestling matches. But my first legitimate match when I made my debut in professional wrestling was uh, March 13th, of 2020 which was literally a week and a half before the pandemic actually started. <laughs> oh, man. So it was crazy. It was such a scenario. But I was in high school. as my senior year of high school. about to go on spring break. Um, that like It was that Fridays when I wrestled. Uh, I go to Winston-Salem for AML Wrestling, uh, which, you know, runs WrestleCade and all that good stuff. And yeah. I love those guys. Love wrestling. And they've been such a – oh, man, me too. It's where we met. And such – yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. I, I was just thinking that. I was like, that's where I met you at. Yeah. And, man, I mean, those guys are great, they're though. They're, they're really cool. They help me get involved uh, and help me kind of make a name for myself early on in the independent circuit. So I, I got my start there, and I went – I wrestled, I think, uh, it was either Zane Dawson. I think it was Zane Dawson of the Dawson Bros, which are two badass big men in the Very Carolinas good. that independent wrestling promoters that are listening to this, you need to book those gentlemen. But – uh Giving a little shout out because, you know, that's what I would look for. But anyways, those guys, uh, I wrestled them and it was such a great success. And the wrestling world is high. And my, my dad just put on his and social medias that I was officially starting my wrestling career. And my schedule was booked immediately. Like I was, it was three months ahead of time. And then overnight, the pandemic began and uh, <laughs> everything one by one. It was like a day's time and every single booking within that day span was just completely gone. So Dang. I went back to the books, man. I, I, but it was, I was fortunate in a way because I went back to the books and uh, although I watched wrestling, when I did have my first official match, I watched wrestling in a different perspective. I watched it knowing like, what can I do in this situation or, or how can I make my opponent look better in that situation? So that was a, that was a really kind of, come to life moment right there is like, all right this is what I, I need i needed this time to get better yeah so you you've had the in just those two years the ability to wrestle some pretty interesting names enzo cutting a promo on you <laughs> explain to me <laughs> what's battle. what's that what that's like for you yeah, i mean enzo and i we've had our battles uh i'm not afraid to smack the hell out of him and he kind of <laughs> knows that he's not afraid to smack the hell out of me either i think that's why he likes me because yeah. quote cody said kid you got balls out there <laughs> and i said thanks though i appreciate it he's like i never wrestled someone that i called a spot to in the ring and he said no <laughs> that's funny he called something to me and i was like enzo that's a little crazy and i in the ring i've been wrestled 
And, what was uh, it? What was the spot, if you don't mind sharing? It was kind of like, I'm going to do something. He's like, I'm going to go to the top rope, turn around and catch me. And I was like, and I hear I am in the chair. I was like, all right, cool. And then I just looked at him and I said, no, keep me in the head. <laughs> and anyway, he kicked the shit out of me after that. But I, you know, like I said, I, I'm just kind of looking up for my best interest. It was in the heat of the moment. This a building was so hot. Yeah. I, I can't exaggerate. I mean, it was so hot. We're all sweating the hell out of each other. We're going 20 minutes. I mean, legit, it's it's a it's a uh, an army and it's it's jam packed. They all came to watch Enzo. Uh, it's kind of my first moniker playing a hill. Yeah. Uh, and I just told him no. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not doing that. Damn it. And so. He told me I had balls, uh, which he likes me, and I, I'm, I'm fortunate. I was going to actually wrestle Enzo June 11th at ASW in uh, West Virginia, Beckley, West Virginia, for uh, Steve New and Gary Dameron, and they're a great promotion and a great state. But uh, unfortunately, NWA called, and that's my obligation right now. So I yeah. said, hey, guys, I, I have to make this occurrence, but I, I really, really am bummed out I can't be there, but I'll make it up in the future. You also, a couple other names that, that I see that you've worked. Uh, Davey Richards, Shane Douglas, Mike Bennett, the Spanish announced team, the Maximos, who yes. who I just reported last week got a tryout to be the Spanish announced team in MLW, like the actual Spanish announced team, which is great. No joke. Yeah. Happy for those guys. That's yeah. awesome, man. So, I mean, you're wrestling a lot of these people that have decades and decades of experience and categorically different styles. Shane Douglas don't wrestle like the SAT. Uh, Davey Richards does not wrestle like Mike Bennett, so you are getting a taste of a little bit of everything. You know, that's that's funny that you say that, too. Um, one of the best compliments I think I've received so far in this career, and I, I received this from the SATs, and also Shane Douglas and a couple other veterans, George South, the Barbarian, um, Tommy Rich. I love that Barbarian's uh, still working. I love it. Bro, he is so crazy good. Like, Barb. And like, what is, what's so humbling is, you know, Barb knows my father and, yeah. you know, Barb is the veteran in the ring. You let him call the spots. Same with George South. When you get in the ring, you don't, you don't talk. You just listen. You just listen to them. <laughs> and I think one of the coolest like moments that I realized that I'm doing something right in this business is when I stepped in the ring with Barbarian and we're about five minutes in and I'm just selling my ass off for him. Um, and he, he's beating up on me, and the crowd's going wild. You know, we're in the South. It's a little bit different. Wrestling's a little bit different here. And he looks at me, and he said, you're a night off, kid. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's awesome. They, and he calls me Moto, which is my nickname, Moto. And he said, and Barb has that has a, a, a act, heavy accent. He said, you're a night off, Moto. You're a night off. And <laughs> it was the best compliment ever. And and George South, I'm in the ring with him. And uh, and, and Shane Douglas, for instance, too, and and they they're allowing me to call the spots. They're like, that's listen, awesome. that, that's ew, wow. Like it's it's crazy moment to think like these guys are wanting me to call the spots for them to do. Like that's in in the ring in the in the midst of the moment. They're like, hey, you do this now. It's what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, and then you know when you get to the back and and your emotions and the adrenaline runs down you're like wow like they just allowed me to call like spots them in the ring and they did the spots and they loved it and uh it was just like you know it, it's like it's a pat on the back sometimes like, hey you know what you're doing something right damn it you're doing something right want to know what's the toughest bump you've taken so far the one where you felt you felt Ooh. it so that, that was the tracy smothers invitational it was uh me and aj Gray uh, from yeah. a GCW, 
we are, he, he has me. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, quite frankly. I think this is like the third match. Yana had four matches at night. I'm a little gassed. Uh, cheerleading season's in its highest right now. So, like, I'm eating like 4,000 calories a day to oh, wow. like 4,000 to just to kind of maintain my weight and hit the reps. And I'm bloated as ever, uh, which is, you know, I'm not afraid to admit I was bloated at the time. And, like, I was just like, it's, it's cheerleading. I had to. I had to endorse like mm-hmm. what we were going through and he calls a spot and it's a suplex off the top rope but he's going to maintain the suplex for like the longest time mm-hmm. and he's like all right when you come down he's going to hit your head out and you're going to cross body me from the suplex yeah and i'm like oh dude that's sweet let's do it and aj i didn't realize how much he was going to sweat during that match and he is one <laughs> sweaty son of a bitch bro and i'm telling him like aj we should change this up real quickly he's like no let's do it and he's so strong. Like, he doesn't he even is. know his damn – he doesn't know his own strength, quite frankly. And he puts me on the top rope. And he just – I don't even have, like, leverage. He just lifts me. And, like, when we come down for the crossbody, my, like, knees hit the mat so hard. I thought oh, no. I, I blew my knees out. You no, know, knock on this desk. That didn't happen. But holy shit, what a pain uh, jarred through <sighs> me. That hurt so bad. I went through a table a few times, too. Yeah. But, like, that, that was, like – Hitting your knees is like stuff like stepping on a bunch of Legos, but ten times as more. It just oh, yeah. hurts so bad. So, so that's probably one of the most painful experiences that come to mind. Man, you got a lot more in store. Like it ain't always gonna be a night off. You know what I mean? Oh man, it ain't always gonna be a night off. I know that. I worked my ass off that <laughs> night. It was it was a cool moment though. We got NWA always ready June 11th. I don't think the match is completely set yet as we film this. Um, I think I, I believe it's a three way. Correct. It's a three-way. It's it's AJ Kazana uh, and a mystery opponent of some sort that, go. quite frankly, I I don't know who it is. Uh, <laughs> no, even you know I don't really talk to the competitors much often, but uh, no one knows. No one is given. And you know it's cool. That's the that's the part about professional wrestling is my dad and I. We don't know what to prepare for. We're wrestling the fixers yeah. as well, which is two big ass dudes in NWA that uh been causing a little trouble recently. Yeah. and we want to put a stop to them. So that's for sure. You know. What if they bring in Robert Gibson as the mystery partner? You know, that'd be kind of wild. That would uh, <laughs> that'd be a shock, I feel like, to the, just not only to the NWA uh, audience or the uh, boys in the back, but I think to the wrestling world. That'd be kind of wild, I mean, Robert Gibson. We've seen, like, Dax and Cash go up against each other, you know, a, a little bit here and there. So right. I, think, I think that'd be cool since they've they've sort of announced like this is them wrapping up their their tag team run i think that'd be a cool touch even if not there somewhere i think that'd be that'd great be, that'd be honestly really cool i think the last time they wrestled each other was uh like wcw i believe wcw they did a little thing when my, my father turned heel for a little time because robert uh got into an injury and then they mm-hmm. came back and went straight on to smoky mountain from there so yeah i think so i think they actually wrestled each other on an independent show in like 2004 Wow. Because the rest, the boy. This is a funny story. I hear my dad talk about all the time that the boys were so bad that Robert and Ricky were going to wrestle. Yeah. That they ended up throwing them out of the ring and wrestling each other. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're if you're at an indie show and that is like your impromptu main event, you're like, oh my god, I get to see something special here. Like, I, and I think that'd be a fitting way to kind of get into this. I mean, your dad's still at it, and he's even said he's like. Oh, this doesn't mean I'm retiring. This just means like the tag team. We're going to the last tag team run. Has there ever been a point where you're like, Dad, wrap it up? 
Wrap it up. Yeah, it's I, my time. I've been thinking of that too, but honestly, my man, you know, he, my dad's so happy. Uh, yes. His spark, his, his love for wrestling, like, blew up a couple years ago. I think it started back at Joey Janela's spring break when they uh, wrestled Santana Ortiz and uh, Ortiz, excuse me. And they, they just, like, he blew up a wrestling emotion once more, and he absolutely adores this professional wrestling industry. And, uh, you know, and, and father time is catching up, but my father, you know, he gets up every day at 6 o'clock in the morning. He's off to the gym. He, he's not back until about 9. From there, he's taking the dogs on the walk, or he's doing some business in his office of some sort. And, and then he's watching tape, and he, he's in a production called NWA, or he's talking about some independent bookings, or he's talking of Roberts. I mean, he just, he loves it. And I'm not gonna, I'm not the one to tell my father, like, hey, man, you got to stop. But at some yeah. point, we've been talking about it recently. He, uh, one of his big things he was be an agent for a big wrestling organization, including the NWA, which is sure. something he's kind of jumping into. But he's also, as of now, a free agent. So yeah. my dad can do a little bit of it all, and that's what I'm happy for him. He has a couple other adventures. He's wanting to start a coffee company. He's been wow. really kind of high on. He's been talking to some people about that. So, uh, no, you know, and Robert's on the other end. The farewell tour is coming towards the end, and nothing against Robert. He's family, and I love him. But, you know, they – my dad is always big on giving fans their money's worth. And, and Robert is just kind of beat up now. Uh, his knees hurt a lot. His hips are pretty, pretty uh, getting kind of bad at the moment. So, you know, it, it's just a part right now of like, Hey, Robert, Hey, Robert, I, you need to, you need to sit down sometime. You know, it's time to kind of sit down, wind down a little, let's do this farewell tour. Let's give the fans their money's worth once more. And, uh, let, let's go focus on something else in the wrestling industry. I, I admire, like, all the different names they're facing, too. Like, one week it's, like, Lance Archer and Mr. Hughes. The next week it's, like, well, here's Barry Horowitz. Here's the SAT. Like, every <laughs> week, like, they're in there with somebody wild. They love it. They even, like, that's one of the things when they call promoters, like, who do you have us against? Like, we want to wrestle, like, some crazy people, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, you do. I love it. Well, uh, NWA always ready, June 11th. If somebody was on the fence about ordering this show, what would you tell them, Kerry? Uh, listen, this is a show that if you're looking for the old school feel of professional wrestling at its finest, uh, and not necessarily sports entertainment, you know, there's a little yeah. difference. And that's what I love about the NWA is, don't get me wrong, I'm a sports entertainer. I'm a proud to admit that I am an entertainer. I come from the entertainment industry. But this is professional wrestling. You're not necessarily going to see high spot after high spot after high spot. You're going to see ground and pound wrestling, storytelling, professional wrestling. Uh, and that's something that if that's your, that's your piece of cake, then this is a show that you need to buy. This is a show that you should get and watch and devour into. Sit down uh, in your recliner or your sofa of some sort. Uh, get a bag of munchos, which is my favorite chip, and, and, <laughs> and enjoy wrestling as the way it should be. Um uh, I'm really high right now in the NWA. I love the vision that we're going, and I know there's some big plans in the future. And uh, I'm just trying to buckle up, get ready for these, because I want the wrestling fence to come along. Well, guys, check it out. NWA always ready June 11th. I get the feeling this won't be the last time I talk to Kerry Morton. Uh, I think we're going to be talking an awful lot over the next few decades. <laughs> I mean, maybe four decades based on, on your your genetics. <laughs> 
I don't know about that long, but I won't say. That's like a marketing major right now. I don't want to oh. be in that business that long. <laughs> Kerry Morton, thank you so much. Sean, I appreciate you having me on the air. Thank you. Until next time, guys, we're out. Hey, guys, this interview brought to you for the price of On the House by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check out NordVPN.com slash Fightful to check all your region-blocked shows, get pay-per-views maybe a little bit more affordably than usual, avoid price discrimination, browse securely, all that good stuff. You can also use the code Fightful. You'll save 70% off plus get one additional month for free. And it's all backed with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, just let them know. You get your money back. There's no risk. And this investment is going to save you money as well, if you so choose. I often find that when I'm traveling, there's certain shows that I can't watch because it says I'm not in my home area. NordVPN.com slash Fightful takes care of that. Reminder, use that code Fightful if you want. Hit them up at NordVPN on Twitter and enjoy the interview. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.